if everything in my life goes to plan, oh, hit the seven summits, the highest mountain on each continent. Subscribe and share to support the show. Shall we head to my favorite planet in the galaxy? The planet of good vibes. The planet of good vibes. The planet. It's time! All right, all right, all right. I love humanity. I think it's great. It's all good, man. I think the word you're searching for is space ranger. The Ham Planet Podcast. Our blast from the galaxy of the galaxy. Approximately 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham. And if you're new to the show, love to see it. Welcome to the show. You know, we're a show about three things. Simple as that. Good vibes. Great people. And glorious stories, ladies and gents. We embrace the story. And tonight, we are beyond hype to have a man who has... Many great stories. He's a man who calls Texas home. He's a man who calls Montana home. Man who has shared the field of battle with me at good old Baylor University. Fellow COVID survivor, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for the one and only Nick Stowe. What's up? Ben, how you feeling? Feeling good today. A little tired. Feeling good? Feeling good? Looking good. What character were we? We were just discussing a character in the Matrix. Neo. Neo. Brother, uh, this is probably a, a cardinal sin when it comes to Matrix. I haven't seen it. Can you pull up a picture of Neo? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think I know. Is he the one? The main. The, Keanu Reeves. He's on the posters. The main dude. In EO? Yeah. In EO. Neo. Matrix. What a name on him, you know? That's a... You should check those movies out. Oh, yeah. I know. I need to. You look just like him. It's pretty insane. We'll put his picture up on the... Uh, on the... Uh, on the board. It's, like the, it's just the shape of the glass. This guy... Is also Keanu Reeves. His name, in real life, is. We should know it. Anyways, that's not what he's doing. Brother Nick, great to see you. Nice to see you too, man. A long time brother, mm -hmm. a best friend, and yes. one who has, you know, I like to say we, we grew up a lot together. Because the central chapter of life were those. 18 to 20, I mean, I yeah. say up to now, sure. Yeah. But actually, I feel like there's been at least maybe two or three chapters since college. But all all a part of one great book and story. Brother Nick, Montana is near and dear to your heart. But brother, where were you born and raised, brother? 
to get us started, to tap the people into the old stories of Nicholas Stowe. I was born in Texas, so South Texas. Love that. That's right. But how how South would you say? Um, like pretty, South, pretty much at the border. Border, southern tip of Texas. That's South, brother. Yeah. Ooh, Close to I Brownsville. Would. Okay. How was that? How I, young I lived, were you? I lived there for ten years. Oh, okay. So, I so you do, you remember, remember? Remember a bit of it. Yeah. But not most of my life now. Yeah. So I mean, good time there down in Brown Brownsville, yeah. right? I mean, from what I remember as kids. <laughs> what I did they have? Ha- what did they have there? What was like one thing you remember? Like Brownsville, I remember like they had this. So, we lived in Harlingen. It was a little north different town okay brownsville probably the big the nearest biggest city yeah brownsville is the one that people typically know because it's the that's the border crossing right there so that's where the gate like the yeah you get in you get out there Mm -hmm. um right you're right up you're right there yeah wow not not many people have that experience because it's probably the most yeah, you don't. I've talked about border in the world. Haven't haven't really met people, especially from South Texas, from the valley. Yeah. I don't know if people <laughs> people really leave that much. Uh, they just stay on down down by the border. Border life is yeah. that a thing? I guess border towns. Yeah. Border towns. Yeah. Like how many people do you know from El Paso? You know. Hmm. Not many. Yeah. Not many. Not many. Yeah, not many. I think there are just think some areas like that people just don't. Couple. Well, brother, um, wow. I mean, that's a unique place to grow up. Mm-hmm. Any crazy, you know, occurrences being in a border town? Not really. I mean, I think back when I was living there, it's right. definitely changed since then. I haven't been back in a while, so I couldn't yeah. say for what it would be like right now but i know it's definitely Respect. changed within the past oh oh yeah 15 it, years. it is it's definitely had some technological advancements yeah okay so we were in brownsville we then carried on to where brother? montana so the old montana mm-hmm. big sky country very beautiful up there very very and what 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 uh part of good old montana so we lived up near calispell oh yeah so it's North part of Flathead Lake. I know North you, part you of Polson. Oh, brother. Love Polson. Love Montana. Yeah. And I think the people will probably learn that, you know, me and Nick has a reason we're great friends because Montana. And for a long time before, you know, everyone started finding out about it because of Yellowstone and it's a lot more common, you know, that people know about Montana now than they used to. Yeah, I think I moved over there. I mean, they, I think they've always had a growing population, but steady on the steady on the rise. I was there sure. kind of before, cause before I've, technology had. I've heard it's it's gotten a lot. I mean, I still go like there more, though. Tons and of people like, are moving there now. Oh, one thousand percent. Every time I go there, I do see like new people and houses and stuff, and it's great to see. But I don't know if it's still, very great for the people living there. Yeah, I mean, you know, in Texas they say, don't California my Texas. Same thing up there. 
Yeah, I bet they I bet they got that in Montana too. I actually I know. I'm because I know people who are from California who've moved to Montana. Especially don't like Californians up there. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's always a funny thing. The old the old Texas, California, you know, stuff. It, it, it could go on for days. Okay, brother. So we nestled in the heart of Montana as a young man with the Stowe family. Yes, sir. And why were we? Why did we make the move? You went fully to the other side of America. Yeah. Just why was that? Why is that? That's pretty awesome. My dad's job. Right. So took us around a little bit. Dad's job. For dad's work. I mean, I feel like that's the one of the main reasons any kid ever moves around. Yeah. Which is, you know, a big part of life. Mm-hmm. A good thing in many ways. Everyone who I know and who has, like, moved around, they've been like, I I know more. It's because of it. It's definitely one of those things in the in the moment, especially as a kid. Yeah. It's not very fun. Especially when you it's, move oh, off. Oh, it's hard, I bet. Yeah. But... Yeah definitely see the value in it later in life because because open my eyes a little bit oh brother i bet yeah montana completely different world from brownsville brother so when you got to montana you were about what 10 years old yeah about 10 and you were there until up until the end of high school 2014 so seven years so that's why i kind of when people are like where are you from well yeah you know, Montana. I've, I've lived most of my life in Texas, but from the age of, from fourth grade. Depends to, on who's asking you. From fourth grade <laughs> to tenth grade, like those. If Texans those years, asking you, go with Texas. If a Montanan's asking you, you can go. You can, you can technically. I, you're you're not committing any fouls. I say I'm from Texas. Yeah, I, I consider myself from Texas, but I add I that mean, little. Can't dock you for that. That little bit because it was it was definitely a significant you know portion of my childhood. So. Oh, well, that was the first time. That's when you, that's when, uh, you know, it's when the old balls drop. Mm-hmm. Put, put, put it simply. I mean, that, yeah. that's a uh, formative in, years. In doctrine, science, fact, it is usually during that time period in most um, male development pathways. But, brother, uh, what sports were we doing up in good old Montana? Were we always swole? Not really. Not really. You know, I never. Never really worked out. Never really went to the gym. In Montana, none. Nah. I'd, a little bit? What, so, did you play uh, any sports in high school? In high school? Yeah. I did track my freshman, sophomore year, but I was horrible. I wasn't really good. Running. I just, I just did it for just to do something. Got to do something. Yeah. Got, got to do something, honestly. But is that it? No uh, football, no wrestling. Nah. No, I mean, so lifting. I played football in, in middle school, but that doesn't really count. I, I'll count. I definitely count it. But brother, you found your way to rugby, which yeah. is a great thing. But you, did you play any before or no? Before you knew college, about yeah, I did in Saudi. That's how I kind of got Saudi. Yeah. And, and we got to make sure we touch on Saudi. When when were we in Saudi? So 2014 to 2016, so moved over there. So you, did you finish high school there? Yeah. No way. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. The American right. School in Jeddah. Shout out to them, right? Do we like them? Good school? 
Yeah. Really happy to, or I would say proud to be an alumni. Yeah, it's a nice school. Saudi? Brother, that's wow. So those those are three very unique places to be born and raised in. Yeah. Makes sense. You got the, the north and south of the it. U.S. and then it's a completely different country. And not just, just, you know, you're not going up to Canada. You're in Saudi Arabia. Like, yeah. How long is that flight from Dallas to Saudi? Um, I'm, I'm not sure if they have direct flights, but we would typically fly into Europe. So that's what? About a nine, nine, ten hour flight. Bro, how is life in Saudi? I've never, I don't know. I've never even, it's never been an option for me to go there, but I see it on TV during the World Cup. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think it's a huge tourist destination. What, like, what was life like there? What was different? It's, it's weird. I get asked this question a lot, but like, there's no super simple answer to it. It's obviously very different. Different right. country. Um, okay, so very like... Very different culturally. F- Food-wise, what would you say like, all right, their food's like this. I love the food over there. Yeah. Like, what are some of the things maybe they had that were like, we don't have these here or vice versa? I've never been able to find like a good shawarma here. You know what a shawarma, shawarma? is? Yeah. But I don't know what a shawarma it's is. It's like, you know those vertical ovens oh, where they shave off the meat? The Greek version of it is euro, is like a euro. I love it. I know. I'm, I know if we're talking euros, but the shawarma, it's. I think it's a more Arab meat? version of it. Okay, a different animal. So they, they, usually it's beef or chicken, but beef or chicken. Yeah, I really like the chicken ones, but they like shave it off, and For, then off of that stick that's just, or it's not making the noise, but it's spinning around. Yeah, dude, those. They do. I know they have those in Europe, and yeah, but the, I, the or they're not the same. The ones in Saudi, they put them in a, like a pita, just kind of a flatbread. Ooh! And then what really did it was amazing. The, they put French fries, Ooh. Um, pickles, Ooh. and there's like this garlic sauce. Saudi special garlic sauce. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know if it's specific to Saudi, but I think they might be. They got it Lebanese here? style um, shawarma. But I haven't been able to find anything. Lebanese always as, sounds nearly like as good here. Good. I dream of those. Damn, brother. Well, we need a store that makes it. We need to find. So it's called a, shum, sh, sh, a shawarma. 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 Yeah. Shawarma. Like shawarma. I'll have me one shawarma. <laughs> Get I'm, but, me I'm butchering sh- the pronunciation, but that's what it's called. Love that. Love that. Anything anything else? Is there any like really uh I I feel like I know there is, but I don't know what they are. Is there like any strict laws that are clearly different from here? Um when I was there women couldn't drive. And women they can, can drive now. Wow. Oh. It's wow. it's weird to think about. I think twenty eighteen was when they were granted the right to drive, but when I was there they couldn't drive. Wow, dude, that that is crazy. I mean, honestly, if we're just looking at it from a, you know, uh, realistic standpoint, that, that limits kind of the usefulness of, or it's just, it's very limiting not being able to drive if you're an adult. Yes. To go go it, get resources or go meet 
people or it was interesting because you get to see the way economies grow around stuff like that because in saudi right. there was a big shape kind of about people had drivers taxis were everywhere when i was there uber was everywhere huge so but they need the system so that all these women can get places Right. Because it's not like that they're just staying at home. So and having is a driver the guy is normal. Paying, the guy get, is usually facilitating the driving. For the wealthier ones, yeah. Right. Damn. But like, okay, so your family, American, came over there. Did your mom drive? No. Wow. I don't think she really wanted to anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably, I don't blame her. That is That is a massive difference. Okay. Anything else? I don't, I don't know that maybe anything that changed, but just entire again. Just when, when this question is asked, it's just hard to. You gotta go just, see it. It's weird. You just say like everything. Obviously, everything. the culture is very different. Um, yeah, it's an Islamic culture over there, which many people in the U.S. right don't get the chance to experience. Right, they don't. They don't. I mean, and it's. I mean, my view, I'm just Peter, but I think it's good that you got, the more you learn about each each and every religion, the more you can, um, the more you can kind of be aware of the world. Easier to just relate to other people. 1,000%. Because 1, if, you, if you've never met any Muslims. Right, you could maybe what think is, some wrong things. Yeah, what is your, what information have you been reading Right. That creates an image for you. Right. Versus if you meet people, I think the more people you meet, the more you realize that everybody's just the same. Yeah. They're just Most people are different good culturally. people and yeah. want to be just, just treated normal, nice. Just normal people. Have a good life. There's, everybody's just normal people. Right. For, for the most part, you know, everyone's pretty good. Yeah. A few shit apples in every tree. Of course. But... A lot of good ones. Shiny, delicious red. Uh, good old farm apples. They're always there. Okay, brother. So, wow. What a worldly experience. Yeah. I um, I think I'd enjoy visiting there one day. It's definitely... Um, I want to go back. I know they're opening it up for, for tourism a little more. So, it's actually possible. Wait, but what do you mean opening it up? Tourism wasn't, it wasn't really allowed for the sake of tourism into Saudi Arabia before. Can't go, you know, just visit. You, yeah, you can't just get a ticket and fly over. Wow. So. That's definitely. Most people who were there, who were foreigners, were people working there. Can you get in pretty easily if you're working there? If you or have a job easier? and you have to. I Probably think the system is you, you have to have somebody to sponsor you. So like an employer in Saudi has to sponsor you okay, through some, through some means. And right. then you get hired as a expat worker. But yeah. Otherwise. What is an expat? I, I should really know this. I think the term is ex, expatriate. Expa, expatriate. Yeah. But what is it? Somebody just, res, I think, and they, don't quote me on this definition, but the way I understand it, it's somebody who lives overseas but is only working there 
is only working there. Yeah. Oh. So they don't, it's so, not like a permanent. So they're still a patriot at heart. Yeah. But they're going to make the money in, mm-hmm. in another land. That's that's kind of how I understand it. And okay, I feel, that, that makes me feel a lot be better about it. I think they could call it like a, you know. Yeah. A, um, I'd have to brainstorm, but there's definitely some good options. Yeah. Okay, well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But they're so they like, y'all in, because, you know, yeah, and the old man's work, right? Otherwise, if you wanted to, to go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, what does that look like? The only way you can get in is, um, you know, the pilgrimage they do to Mecca. I, you know, I probably, I need a good old hard refresh. But I know that yeah, it's like I'll, a hike. I'll and give you a Hard stutter there. A specific day, right? Yeah, it's a specific okay. time of year. I'm pretty sure time it goes year. by the lunar calendar, but it's a it's a tradition in Islam, or not a tradition. I think it's a kind of a, it's a rite of passage, a, right? A core part of Islam of certain branches. Yeah, that I used to know it. They I'll have be to, honest. It kind of worries me. That they have to take a pilgrimage at least once in their life if they can to Mecca, which is a long which hike. That's in Saudi Arabia. Especially if you live far away. Yeah. But I mean, people, Muslims from all over the world fly there to go to, to do hajj. They fly? Yeah. You don't have to just, you don't have, <laughs> it isn't a required walk from wherever no. you are. It, the pilgrimage is just, that's what it's called when you, when you visit Mecca. I'm not exactly sure on exactly what they do there. And I don't want it. I mean, just spread stuff that I don't know right, about. But right, well, this is for entertainment purposes yeah. only. But I will say, I mean, respect. I, I think that's awesome that yeah. they do that. I'm trying to think what's like the number one Christian place. I mean, we don't have that's like a thing you you gotta kind of do from what we know. Maybe not, but it's like a big thing, high priority on the Islamic culture. Yeah, um, missions, mission list. Or not mission, but religious. Yeah. If they can, they have to do it once in their life. Yeah. If you're an adherent to the pace. So they let you in. Yeah, you got to get a special visa. You can fly into, you can only fly into Jeddah, which is the city I was in. And I'm pretty sure you only have access to Mecca and Medina, the two holy cities. And then, But you can't really just drive around the whole country. Are the, um, is there a lot of like Islamic, uh, are they temples or uh, mosques? Mosque, mosque. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Is there a lot of mosques in Saudi? Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I was saying. I think I've seen some pictures. Yeah. And they're pretty nice, huh? Yeah, some of them are very beautiful. Like, um, they're just fancy. they're just like churches. Yeah. Yeah. Which, to think about it, we have a lot of churches. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's honestly, it's um, I don't know. It's something I've kind of like observed more and more as I've lived in the area. Well, when you grow up around it, you don't, it's not like you notice that there's churches everywhere, especially if you go to church or you're just kind of familiar with that topic. Right. But when you switch that to a mosque, you definitely notice it a lot more because it's, it looks, it looks different. Yeah. Same concept. It's some churches will just be like a YMCA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, respect. I say pray wherever. I mean, I've seen some, there's some, I mean, if we want to talk about religions that like, Hey, we'll get, a, we'll, 
we'll get awkward anywhere. We'll yeah. praise anywhere. Mm-hmm. Definitely Christian. We'll we'll have a church in a garage under yeah. a bridge. I mean, I mean, that's a thing in Waco. Yeah, that's under the bridge church. Look it up. It's an actual kind thing. Of a, kind of a mission to do that. I think when you're, yeah, as part of a faith. Right. Right. So same concept. Yeah, but the mosques are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we went to. It was in. It's not in Saudi Arabia, but it's in Abu Dhabi. It's in the Emirates. It's near Dubai. Oh, I've heard. And we went to a mosque there. It was huge, like crazy, beautiful mosque. So is, you know, a lot of the money oil money. In the Middle generally, East. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I've never been, but I yeah. know my research and. Yeah, economically, that's where and that's where oil. all the countries, most of the Gulf countries, get their money from. Is that is it just squirting out of the ground everywhere, or what? What's what do they got going? You see a lot I mean, of them the, oil no, rigs and I, stuff. I didn't see anywhere we were at. I think none. There, there are certain oil fields. I think in Saudi Arabia specifically, there. I lived in Jeddah. It's on the Red Sea on the west side of Saudi Arabia. The Red and, Sea from the Bible. Yeah, and then love that. I think the oil fields are more on the opposite side of the country. So I didn't know. I really bet they were like, we're going to keep this in over here and we're going to keep this over here. Wherever the oil deposits are. That's Where, so, wherever it's they so insane how they got some, oil so, coming up out of the ground. It's a fascinating thing to yeah. think about. Luckily, Texas is one of those places now. Yeah. I guess in both, in both places, we started, you know, shooting that off at the ground and next thing you know. Yeah. Black gold flying high in the sky. Yes, sir. A beautiful thing, brother. A beautiful thing. Brother, um, Saudi was good, good to you. Yeah. But Texas was in your heart. Yeah. I so, wanted to come back for college. So after you graduated, what was our uh, high school again? Shout out. 2016. 20, no, I was saying, like, what's their name? Oh, AISJ. AISJ, the flying. I think it was the Falcon. The flying Falcons. I don't think there was a flying. Just like the Falcon. The stand. They also the, the just f- ripped off the Falcons logo. Oh well, that's sick. Yeah. Honestly, I never got upset when uh, schools did that when I was a kid. Nah, I've I've like gear that has the Falcons logo on it. Bro, that's sick. I would I've rock had, that. I've had people like Whoa. Falcons logo is great. I mean, it's right. Po- it's right over your shoulder. <laughs> It's like definitely one of the be- better logos in sports. Unbiased. Yeah, the red and black. Or red, red and white. The black. Love the Cowboys, but we don't have a you know powerful bird or some sort of creature. Or anybody to win. <sighs> yep, ladies and gentlemen, and Nick are diehard Dallas Cowboy fans. Unfortunate season. It was tough. We we were sharing, or we were both witnessing simultaneously the Cowboys' last game of the season versus the 49ers. Yeah. Tough. Tough. Is Dak the answer? I, I honestly don't know. Do you believe point. in four? Do you back Dak? I, I mean, I think he has the – I think he's a good quarterback. Can he times. can he get a ring in your opinion, brother? 
at this point. I can't, or or I, will he? I can't tell if it's coaching or if it's him. Don't dodge the question, brother. I think yeah. with the right pieces around him, right, he could get to a Super Bowl. Brother, honestly, I'm, that's where I'm at. Yeah. That's where I'm at. But the thing is, yeah, it's hard. With injuries, and again, I, I can't tell if it's the coach yet. Right. I feel like we haven't got a good read, but it's been like two years. Like this... So I don't know what was year. going on with uh, with our kicker this year, but oh well, he's on the street now. Yeah, that's that was sad. How does that even happen? Well, he actually did go to the Niners game, which no one will ever. Well, but he, he he just no he, maybe he doinked one. He yeah he <laughs> didn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he earned an extra point against a. Oh no no no! He got one blocked, or he got it blocked and then it doinked. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, look it up. He definitely. He, I don't know. He just lost his mind, dude. He was good all year. I mean, he's he's been a pretty good quarterback, or not a quarterback kicker. He looks like he could be a quarterback. So he he missed four extra points against the Bucks, and then against Forty Niners. <sighs> And he missed one versus Washington the week before. Yeah, he got his kick blocked against the 49ers. Tough. Tough. You got to be able to perform in the clutch. I think that's the answer. <laughs> and the thing is, that kick wouldn't even, if even if it didn't get even blocked, though, yeah, it, it was, wouldn't have it gone was, in. Yeah. So he that was like a, That was a moment where I was like, you know what? I'm kind of glad this happened. So I don't. He didn't. He wouldn't. Well. Well, I wasn't glad about it at all. I was actually very pissed. But I don't part of me does that. Right. Part of me is just like, I guess we still might have a shot for him to make his next one because we can blame this on something occurring. Yeah. Which, no excuses. Yeah. Sad story that Brett Maher. Hope he's good luck to him. Good luck. If you want to come on the pod, Brett, and, you know, tell us what happened on that. You know, a little scenario shindig. But we'll talk about it. We'll get scored away, Brett. But it's, it's just being okay. a Cowboys fan every year. It's hard. It's hard. And you and I, brother, are born at uh, a chapter. If you're a true Cowboys fan, you're, Cowboys. You're, you're used to this. This is nothing. Well, if you're new. a Cowboys fan our age. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't won anything. If you're since born. I've been alive. Right. I was born in 94, so I don't really. You know, you don't remember. remember. Yeah, brain's pretty good. Not that good. (laughs) I've watched it many times on YouTube. Shout out to uh, shout out to whoever uploaded that. It's pretty good to watch, bro. The last one they won was they demolished. I typically don't really rewatch games or watch like old games, bro. I'll tell you what. If you want to get hyped about the Cowboys. The the time I watched it, it was just I walked into my room and it was playing, and my brother was here. We stayed up and watched the whole thing. They hit j- honestly harder. Yeah, the, I. I think the rules were a little more lax, bro. And it makes it so much more entertaining. 
guys are getting i mean it's a, it's, it's about is warrior it's very warrior like yeah it people were definitely hitting harder hitting hard but to the detriment of the players right i mean yes we're not we're not you know ladies and gentlemen they're not being unsensitive to the cte concussion uh brain health community but yeah it was we're all we support that but was, uh, they were getting it yeah and it's definitely entertaining to watch yeah and they destroyed the bills like 51 i think it was for 52 to 14 in a super bowl if you if you just look up like clips of the biggest hits from the 80s and like 70s and stuff none of that is legal now oh yeah all of the clips it would show you would be oh the, the, illegal now yeah oh the farther you go back the more insane it gets yeah. the the crazier the, the outfits are you too. could spear people oh yeah. no problem helmet to helmet didn't exist in fact they probably encouraged it 1000 i know they did in the 50s and 60s 70s 80s they had to because the the stuff they were um stuff they were doing then the head was viewed as a weapon yeah hey don't don't hit the ball out with your hand use your head because you have this helmet on you gives you like a, a false sense of security yeah i will i will say that's like one of the main things i love about rugby is not wearing a helmet because yeah. you don't tackle with your face you don't some people do but you know you usually don't want to the question that's always asked is you know does it hurt oh you're not playing with pads or a helmet does it hurt like yeah but i mean you you're get not, used to it you're not slamming people as hard as you would be if you were playing football Right, and because there's if, also not like metal and shit on yeah, you. Yeah, if if you're wearing pads, you're yeah mentally it's everybody's going 110 percent. But if you're playing rugby, you got to pace yourself the whole game. You 1,000 percent do, and you don't have like a 50 meter run up on every dude to nail them. Right, or pads or any of that. Yeah, the um, mechanics of how the yeah. game's played. It's definitely different. Do we still sprint full speed and tackle each other? And do people still get messed up? Yeah, cleated in the face and lose yeah. an ear and tear a bicep or yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. Break an ankle. I mean, we've seen a lot. We've seen some shit. Form is a lot more important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's how you don't break your face. It's it's showing now. I mean. There's rugby guys in that who's gone to NFL and like they got that one guy on the Eagles. Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? I've heard of a few players going yeah. to the NFL from this guy's rugby. like pro. He's Pro Bowl. Yeah. Big line, big lineman. He was okay at rugby apparently, but they saw him and they're like, "You're gonna be a left tackle, or yeah. a right tackle, whatever he is," because he is like six eight. You know, Polynesian legs thicker than a tree. Guy's a unit. Think He's on about the Eagles. So I mean, imagine all the NFL athletes if they played rugby instead. I do think about that a lot. And like a lot all, have tried. All these, you no, know, like all these crazy athletes. Think about the best athletes. A lot have tried. Yeah. 
I mean, but not like the most, not like Christian McCaffrey or yeah. not like, uh, you know, Marshawn, Marshawn, I was thinking Marshawn, he would, he'd be like, give me some skills. I am running after this shit. You think if Marshawn Lynch played rugby when he's a kid. That'd be dope. And then he, you think he'd be a good rugby player? I think, I think Marshawn actually would be a great rugby player. He'd be Who awesome. else? Yeah. Sean Taylor. He would have been good. R.I.P. Even though, you know, even though he was a Redskin. Bo Jackson. Yeah. Shout out Sean Taylor. Always in our heart. Bo Jackson would be nuts. Neon Dion. <laughs> I mean, he, he. it's like he played rugby when he played. He would always pitch it and hold it crazy. That's a highlight video. If you, ladies and gents, if you want to watch a good video to get hyped, just type in Deion Sanders NFL highlights. After you watch the entire podcast like five times, if you know, if you're into that. But prime time, he would be good at rugby. Yeah. Zach Martin would be a great locker prop. Zeke, his rookie season. Yeah. Different, different player back then. Yeah. What happens with Zeke this year, Nick? I don't know. Do we let him go? Do we let him ride? Do we let him? He's, he's you know, two-time he's NFL not. rushing leader, multiple thousand yards years. How long do you have a lot of touchdowns this year? How long do good running backs usually last? Like typically, you know, after they peak. I'd say pretty rare to see one that's good for four years in a row. Yeah. Pretty rare. So is he, there, there, is he on there the has, tail end? There has been many, though. I don't know. Adrian Peterson is always who I think is like the ultimate. He was. But he's he's different. Well, he, he is different. I'm saying, do you think Zeke is one of those people? Or is he just was is he just one of those it, who's it's like. It's not looking like that. It's blowing not up, looking like that. Super good for four he's years. Not, it's not like a. Um, it's not like a Le'Veon Bell situation, yeah. you know? But it's definitely not like a Emmett Smith situation. Yeah. It's looking like Zeke is a he yeah. he did well for a couple of years. Right. I don't think he's and Tony looks good. Tony Tony Pollard. Tony, Tony, we love great. Tony. We love Tony. We hope the ankle's doing good, my guy. So that was if mm-hmm. if Zeke could be number two, Tony Pollard number one. Or switch off between them, I think. Sure. I, w- I would if we can keep Zeke around for a couple couple million instead of 25 yeah. or whatever he was getting. I know he's making a lot. Bro, they were talking today about how Emmett Smith, back in the day, he was like one of the first running backs who was like, yeah, I'm going to get paid. And he was like telling his agent, I want quarterback money, which was like $3 million a year. Dan Marino was making $3 million a year. Emmett got it. But, like, that was massive back then. Zeke had 25. Dude, inflation's out of control. <laughs> but it is kind of crazy. They're, thing, they're right? making a lot of money. They are. Yeah. The NFL, I mean, what a, what a business. NFL, mm-hmm. NBA. Yeah. Brother, are we an NBA guy? Not really. Not really. Uh, Go Mavs? Spurs. Oh, okay. But go Spurs. Not like a super huge Spurs fan. Once Timmy Duncan and Manu and Tony Parker are gone, 
Who knows what's going on down there? Past couple of years haven't been very good. I'm sorry, brother. It's all right. I'm not a diehard like You're some people. I feel bad for the diehards. Right. They see them going from glory. I mean, that's kind of like what's going to happen. Playoff streak. It was one of the longest in yep. NBA history. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. And then past two years. I don't even know if they made the playoffs the past two years. I think Greg's still coaching. Yeah. Old Pop. Somehow. He's like 98. Everybody thought he was going to retire like two years ago. but Like 20 years. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Man. Spurs and Mavs. Now, that's a hell of a rivalry, or at least it was growing up. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Brother, okay, so Baylor plays some rugby. Matt, fellow Dallas Cowboy fan, fellow Montana enthusiast, mm-hmm. adventureman, countryman, fellow rugby brother, brother, and um, gladly Matt. Yeah, hell yeah. That's what that seven years. We got to um, we got to feel all of the emotions of the Dallas Cowboys. Glorious, one of the most glorious seasons. We'll say that. Yeah, the highs and lows of others. Twenty seventeen. My senior year. We still got robbed. Aaron Rodgers did us dirty that year. I don't know why we gave him so much time. We should have done. I mean, I was it happens every every, every every time he does it. Tell you, come on, Dallas. Got to get it this year. Jerry's on his. <laughs> Jerry's impressive. How he's still kicking. I hope I'm not. Uh, well, got, don't, who knows? Don't be, what, don't be putting those thoughts out there. Well, I mean, he's healthy. He's a very healthy. He's like. It's pretty impressive for the age he's at, like 85 or whatever, for him to be but doing what he does. Pretty healthy for an 85-year-old. It's still, you know, could have a heart attack tomorrow. Right, right. We, we, Jerry, you know, it's nothing but love. He's just a gr- gr- always working. Yeah, doing a lot. Can't say I... Can't say he is... Doing a great job, but... Right. Doing a lot of work, but are we doing the right work? Question. Have we won anything? We have. It's been painful, brother. Brother, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Good Old Hand Planet podcast. We're happy to see you. Nick, how you feeling, big dog? Still doing good. Brother, you always are cool as a cucumber. And, brother, when asked what the title of the documentary of your life would be, you said, no, nothing. I love that because there's an ancient philosopher. This may be Pluto, Socrates. There's a lot of good good ones. I keep finding more from what I've heard. But it says, um, the more I know, the, the more I know nothing. Yeah. Brother, why would Know Nothing be the title of the Nicholas Stowe movie? Kind of that same concept. You know, the more you learn about everything, the... 1,000% agree. The less you 
you realize that you actually know. Yeah. It, it's an interesting philosophy, but it's, I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's interesting. I think dichotomy is the word. Dichotomy. Dichotomy for five. Dichotomy for five. Five dollar word. I hope it's the right one. I'll just slap a good vocabulary word in anything sometimes, but I think it's right. Dichotomy. Isn't that dichotomy? Like it's the interesting um, parallel between two dynamics. I don't know if I'd be able to define that. You're a history teacher, not an English teacher. (laughs) That's why. Hey, respect. I think history's. Oh, they're both important, but anyway, yeah. his, history's definitely b- more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, history's fun, brother. How is teaching history? I love it, brother. You, you're teaching a, a junior, junior, sophomore, freshman, sophomore, freshman, sophomore, freshman, sophomore. Yeah, good age group, or yeah. definitely, definitely an age group that's going through a lot of different stuff. It has its days. Yeah. I've been I mean, I just really about, enjoying it. I think about how I was when I was that age. Mm-hmm. And I respect you for, you know, having how many are in the class? Depends. I got different classes, but at most 10, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 20, 30, 20, 30. Yeah. That's respect, brother. And we need good men like yourself to do that because they got to learn. And they got to learn history. Yeah. I mean, history, what's the main, what's the, I'm, history repeats itself over time. That's what I think I was going to say. That, yeah. Right. I mean. To a degree. To a degree. You also. What do you love about history, brother? Well, I think that the more you learn about history, the way. Yeah. The more insights it gives you into kind of the world around us now. One thousand percent. It's so. it's like one of those things when you learn about it. Sure, you're learning about you know something that happened. It's done. It's it's already happened, but you're able to just have an understanding of how certain things came to be. Yeah, so many different things to learn. So many, and yeah, your life documentary pairs up well with that. Mm-hmm. Brother, do you have a specific focus of history? So, my undergraduate degree was in political science. Right. So, I was kind of leaning more towards the international that, relations kind of. Okay. Um, I, I, I'll be honest, side. brother. I took one political science yeah. class. I don't remember. It's not. It's like a history class. It's. Or something. Or the one I was in. It's more theory rather than history. But. Right. History fits in well. But. I've always been interested in history. Um, I would say kind of the most interesting time for me is the, I think the 20th century, just the whole century. Specifically. The 20th century. Yeah. Post, just to be, is post, that ni- post-World War II. 1900. Mm-hmm. Is that, wait, it's post-World War Post-World War II. Wait, but the 20th century is technically. The 1900s. 1900s. Yeah. That always used to mess me up, man. Yeah. Am I the only one? No, it's. Okay. If you. Don't if you're out there it, yeah. and, you, and you've had trouble with that, I think, you got the words from a history teacher. That I think everybody's had, right. you know, trouble. Yeah. Is it's it the 20th, 21st? 20th, what are we in? Okay. So why do we love that era the most, brother? 
Um, I've just been always really interested in kind of geopolitics, the way countries interact. And, and it's so fascinating. Like what happened. Post, post-World War II is when you see kind of the foundations of the what we see today. Like Right. Which is, which is incredible, honestly. Yeah. Really makes you wonder what what's the map going to look like when we look at it in uh, 70 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. We'll be good. We'll be good. I mean, I think... I mean, think about it. Nobody, nobody ever had. There we was no, around, there was no around, photos of the Earth from outside Earth until, right, satellites and people leaving Earth. That's recent. That's recent. No, that's going to be. Yeah, I, you, I will say this. People might dog our era sometimes, but I will say we are in the era that is definitely the best. Like. Or, and what do I mean we and what do I mean there? I mean, I just think, you know, it ain't too bad right now. But the future has an element of, hmm, a lot of robots and whatnot and AI. Which AI, you know, it's a hot topic nowadays, but not, you know, I use it as a tool. The world is moving regardless of whatever. It's going to keep spinning. Yeah, so. Still a rock just spinning no matter what happens. People need to just... Hopefully we see things get better. But I, I feel like things... There's always... Things have the opportunity to get better every yeah. day. Because when it boils down to it... I mean, there's a lot of different ways to say it, but like our whole world is what's in our mind. Yeah. And how it functions and perceives... Everything. I mean, I'm not trying to go down a, a rabbit hole. I definitely will. Like, that is our whole. What do you mean? Like, everything we know in our mind, everything we've ever seen and done and learned, learned <laughs> and learned and um, been around. Our experiences, you name it. I mean, everything, everything that you have ever done in your life is who. That's your. Yeah, it that's your, your understanding. It shapes that's, your perception, right? Your view of the world and your entire human consciousness yeah. as a person mm-hmm. is, is is inside of that area. Yeah, I know. There's multiple. I know the hypothalamus is one of the things in there. I couldn't tell you regions of the brain. Hypothalamus. I always love that word. I know there's frontal cortex. Sounds about right. That's all I got. <laughs> Reptilian something. I think that's a hypothalamus. Well, brother, I um, I love to see it. History is um, something I embrace. What do you feel about, what's your thoughts on legacy? Legacy, what do you mean? What is legacy to you, brother? Like, what does that word mean? <laughs> I know, I think we, I think we in, could all give a Webster. In, 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 what, in what context? You're right, brother. I'll give some more specifics. I was kind of throwing a wide net. Brother, what, what are some things 
Yeah, not to sound morbid, but that are important to your legacy that you want to leave on the earth. I don't know. Just, I mean, one. I mean, I. I'm not at at least from yeah, yeah. from what I can do. Just leave leave it better than I came into it. Do my share of, you know, right. what I need to do for the world and other people. One thousand percent. I, I don't feel really, like that's a valiant way. As long as I can be, you know, a value of a mentor, something for people, then mentor to many. Yeah. Right now. I don't care if anybody of, remembers me, but if I can put more good into the world, then right, that's a goal. That's a goal. I mean, the remembering stuff is really hard. To, I mean, like I think about it, I, I definitely want to, I mean, that's why I do the podcast. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm, when it's 2,233, <laughs> hopefully Spotify's stock is doing better than it is. But still going strong. It'll still be there. Yeah. Who knows? Interesting I mean, to think about. I wonder if podcasts will be here in 224 years. I yeah, think they'll, they'll be here. I think most most things that are online will be preserved in some way. Right. Ooh, that's an interesting question. If we're going into the galaxy of questions, how long do you think the internet? will be present on earth before it's no longer here before it gets replaced by something could say that you i don't could think, also say i don't think I, there's anything could, else up for interpretation could get replaced could just be i don't think there's anything that replaces the function of the internet <sighs> see you know i bet that's what the old johnny sue Saying back about the old horse he was riding back in 1840, he said, "No one's gonna replace this. This big old buck." Next thing you know, a Tesla pulls up. Yeah, I mean, that's when you're looking about. And they would don't even understand, like, yeah. or they wouldn't under. So like, maybe we thing? just can't comprehend what's what's gonna or can't even you know really consider what's gonna come next it might be something that we can't even we can't even fathom it's a unique thing to think about but definitely don't need to think about it because what matters most is right here right now who you're with yeah who is a part of your life the people you pour into Always ask, always fun to ask questions, but at the end right. of the day, like, you don't at know what's going to happen tomorrow. One thousand percent, one thousand percent, and I think, uh, I think you know, sometimes people gotta just remember that. Remember what's in front of you. What, what are your what is your eyes seeing? What are you? Who are you talking to? Yeah. Yeah, brother. Some people talk to their phone a lot, which kind of scary thing. I mean, I I gotta do it for my work. I, I honestly, I I'm at the core of me, brother. Yeah. I don't like phones, and 
technology or like uh, too much technology. Yeah. Or the, the type of technology that I would label as very consuming. Yeah. Like I don't I don't think it's all that video games for you. too and yeah. Not that I'm against video games and phones, but they consume sometimes in not a healthy way. Yeah. I mean, everything's about balance. 100%. I do worry about the balance like younger generations will have. I mean, they're they're growing up with it. How is it in their hands? How how's the phone situation going on in the old Nicholas Stowe classroom? Well, I mean, I can tell they're very prominent. They're very attached to their phones. More oh. so than than like us. You know, yeah. And we're so, I mean, we're you kind of have to take a different approach to dealing with that. What is the approach for that? I'm honestly really curious, and I feel like this is good I mean, for America's society to kind of be tapped in. I think you know every classroom different, different for every every class, every set of students, every teacher. But obviously, in general, you don't want no phones on, allowed. I I let them keep theirs, but. You let them shoot. So it's a They're not teacher to, by teacher thing. Not not really supposed to have them out when we're doing something. Obviously, you don't want their phones out. Right. When they're supposed to be paying attention to other things. Johnny, why are you on Google again? Yeah. What the hell, dude? We're doing a quiz. Mm-hmm. You kidding me? Now you're cheating. Now you're yeah. now you're not going to get you in trouble. Hate to do that. Yeah. But you got to. Mm-hmm. Stay but off Google. Learn. Imagine trying to take let's say you rounded up the whole school and was like everybody in here give me your phone it would be a revolt a riot burnt buildings i mean just chaos not necessarily burnt buildings but would not necessarily be good Mm -hmm. which is kind of i think i think it stresses some of them out like not being with their phone it's i mean i don't think i I don't think it's it's i get it to a degree but it's insane like yeah i mean I don't think it's very healthy, but really can, it's, I can't blame them. Imagine growing up since you were six, like seven with a, with an iPhone. iPhone yeah. 13 it, in your hand. It's like second nature then. It's just like, right. we, we can't imagine what we like, what was life like, you know, without the internet. Right. I feel like we can kind of imagine A little bit. We, but the Montana I mean, the, days the, the internet, shaped and molded us. The internet was still there when I, even when I was very young. Not everywhere in Montana. <laughs> they still ain't got internet out in Montana in a lot of places. The the earliest like memories that I have of internet was just very bad dial up. Oh yeah. Oh. Or if you're on slow. the if you're on the phone, you couldn't. If you're on the phone, internet sound. Yeah. Internet sound. Oh, you want to be on Facebook? Nope. Got to make a call. Before Facebook, yeah, right. This is before Facebook. MySpace. When I get on MySpace, gotta get off. When I get on AOL Instant Messenger, gotta yeah. get off. Yeah, dude. But it's what like a rapid having having access at your fingertips to like the entire internet in your phone. Right. It, which is a amazing thing, honestly. I mean, it's it's, it's it, a very good and a very bad thing. Right. Well, that part of it, I think, is good that we are able, we all have the ability yeah. to learn and access what we want to learn and access for, mm. for the most part. Obviously, yeah. you need accountability. You need a mentor. You I need, mean, 
it, the internet's a tool. You it's, can, a, it's a tool. It should be viewed as such. You can do you can do great things with it. Yeah. You can. There's a lot of maybe do bad shit with it. And that's things you could. can learn, yeah. and also you can be a lot addicted of bad to Amazon. The yeah, you can be addicted to ordering on the Sonic app, or just looking at memes, or looking at memes scrolling through. I mean, there's all types of things. TikTok, like, right? TikTok is that. I I mean, I'll you know. It's addicting. It ain't my I I don't use it anymore. The whole premise of the app is to be addicting. Right. So I, and I mean you can't blame them. They're yeah. a business. <laughs> yeah. They're a business where they're a business where they want people to be on there so yeah. the advertisements are seen. Yeah, the whole it's the whole business. way it's it's programmed the way that they build it is to right. keep people scrolling through it. And people spend a lot of time there. Yeah. That's why I create some of great social media content for businesses. They need it. Yeah, for I mean, if you, if you're a business, for using it for business purposes because oh, so yeah. much, because so many people use it. Oh yeah, yeah. If you want to use it, if you want to just do it for yourself, if you spend too much time on it, that's not good. Yeah. That's actually not good at all. Yeah. If you're gonna be on there, my advice is create or just you know keep up with your friends mm-hmm. or you'll get sucked into the algorithm that is r- reading every single tap that you do every tap every tap and, and it's getting now to where it's like even your motions and stuff yeah but yeah can't can't blame them but definitely gets in the way sometimes but you're not on tiktok right do i like or post you, videos on tiktok so we're just a watcher every now and then. just well you got to know what's going on with these kids every now and then but again the way tiktok is work works is it gives you stuff you want to watch I, oh, so I everybody's tiktok is completely different like oh one thousand percent if you look at which like, that's you know god god just got its advantages looking at my tiktok and looking at my fiance's tiktok very different but it, you probably learn a lot of things yeah i mean it's just whatever you consume and then we'll get what's some we'll get similar what do you we'll like get watching dog videos oh dogs yeah i know he likes dogs mm-hmm. brother a dog a, a man a dog is a man's best friend i love dogs say. brother why do you love dogs i've always really loved dogs i think Hard i don't know too. i just have a very soft spot for for dogs i think he, they're wonderful even this one of course he is a little donut is he but I've always had dogs. Always loved dogs. Well, they they bring been, me lots of joy. They they absolutely do. Yeah. In a way that's hard to put into words. You mm-hmm. know. It's just your dog. Your dog is your dog. My fiance never had a dog until she got hers a couple of years ago. She loves it. She didn't understand until she had a dog. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what dogs do we got, brother? What what's in the stow house right now? I got a, a breed. It's they're they're two little mutts. They're both like twenty pounds. One oh, of them, okay. her name is Noodle. She's like a Chihuahua mix. And then Noodle. Monty is the other one. He's like he kind of looks like a wiener dog, like black lab mix. He looks like a black wow. lab puppy that just never grew up. Well, that's great. He's very cute. That's like something yeah. you would pay a lot of money for. I feel yeah, like. or, or a normal. He was one of the. You're getting one him of those out of like a Louis Vuitton like, store. It's probably like ten grand. Mm-hmm. He's one of those mutts that you wish that 
Right. This is a lineage. This is a pure dog breed. Needs more. Yeah. I feel like that with Rocky. I feel like that with Rocky. We need more um, He kind of oversized sausage dogs. Him and Rocky kind of look similar. They do. I feel like I, well, I know I've seen. That's a cute dog. Yeah. That's a good boy. He's fully grown too. We'll, we'll, we'll try and put his picture up right here. Cute dog. Yeah. Brother, do we envision any more dogs joining the family? I would like to. Do you just want to pack a dogs? Ideally, <laughs> like my ideal With some living land. situation, a lot of land. A lot? How yeah. much is a lot? As much as I can get. Buy all of Texas. <laughs> and what, okay, a lot do of we, dogs. Do, do we have like a starting goal? Like we, we first want to get a five acres or then go to a hundred and i mean obviously super super ideal is conquer and grow but i just i like like do we want to manage a a country or a state i mean (laughs) i'd be sick i i don't want like ranch style land where it has to be managed like i just want a chunk of forest i like i have my house there and then it's like I like that. I'm with that vibe. I mean, I think you know that about me. Nature is key, dude. And especially being around trees is so, so, um, rejuvenating because the trees, we got to remember this is a simple lesson that the trees taking in carbon dioxide and spitting out oxygen and we're doing the other. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice trade off when you're right by the people who are needing to breathe for you. Yeah. Pretty sure that's how the science works. Something is, is like that. that. That's what that's what they're saying. Is that what the science department is saying? That's what somebody. That's, that's what somebody's saying. That's what some say. Somebody did say it, brother. Brother, major goal this year is you want to this summit year. a mountain. Yeah. What mountain do you want to summit? I don't know. I want to start getting back into, you know, going outside and doing backpacking and stuff so eventually i want to climb like big mountains yeah i'm shooting for denali within five years hell yes brother and the tallest mountain in north america yeah in alaska the colossal peak in alaska one of the widest biggest mountains too in the world yeah one of the twenty thousand feet high 21 i think Close to 21. Yeah. yeah, it's probably closer to 21 now. There's. I want to do that in five years. Hopefully. Brother, I love that. Have I ever told you my dad's climbed Mount McKinley? Yeah. Twice. No way. He's actually on the record. And I'm not. This I'm, is I want to talk to him. You, I mean, you should. If that's what you, if you're really being serious. I'm, I'm being talk, serious. I've always. He went one time as a group. Mm-hmm. And they went to seventeen five, and something happened to someone, so yeah. they had to turn back. That happens. And he went by himself three year, or two years later. But like he trained hard, like yeah, like I'm, I'm. This is a, a serious. It's problem. amazing. I mean, you yeah. could definitely do it, brother. You're a beast. Yeah. And you got that mountain soul. It's just 
it's a little expensive and it takes oh you know if you want to be safe up there you have to make sure you oh yeah it's no it's no i mean it's no walk in the park yeah this ain't you know going up old veterans park with mountain climbing like that i think you're using a pickaxe and you're doing uh what's the stuff on the bottom of your crampons crampons you're doing a disservice to others if you're not prepared and you go on something like that yeah you put other people in danger right right especially if you're in a group yeah that my my dad will probably would say this that like you go in a group if one thing goes wrong with one person a whole operation savannah yeah but not everyone's it's wild enough to do it on their own. Yeah, I mean, which I was so scared when my dad did doing that. it solo. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I, dude, I, was, I would never do that. My first, like, if I hadn't summited before, it's scary, dude. I remember my when my dad went when mm-hmm. I was a kid. He went twice. Yeah, or he would always go climb mountains, but we knew like Denali was the this thing, big thing. Yeah, bro. Both times he went, just crying hard at the airport yeah because it's fucking huge massive mountain it's an expedition and it's all the way it's it's pretty remote in alaska bro it's like i mean i've never done it but i've seen almost every video and youtube video and movies because my dad just made me watch climbing movies growing up Uh, that's what gets you those are pretty good They're, they're pretty sick honestly what got me was one of the books that I put. It's called Into Thin Air. Dude, that's my dad's favorite book. Alright, he'll, he'll be back. Ever since I read that book, I've I don't I don't know why, but it's been one of those things like I mean kind of bucket list good. thing. I I really You get bit put, by the mountain bug. Yeah, put a planted an idea in my mind and this is one of the like it's that's, one of those rare ideas that, you know, you're like, oh, I always wanted to do this. Like, I always wanted to climb huge mountains. Like, at least, I want to hit Everest, like, once. You want to do Everest, Like, yeah. if everything in my life goes to plan, oh, hit the seven summits. So, the highest mountain on each continent. I love that, brother. But so starting with Denali. Mm-hmm. I think if... Which Denali is, a, from what I've heard... In the, is one of know, the harder ones. Right. It's, it's some would say, almost... If not on par with that, yeah. So old Everest, I think that's a good in the shorter term goal. Because saying I'm going to summit all seven summits is a when I haven't even climbed one is a huge thing. But right. I know if if I can get to Denali, you really got to go do Kilimanjaro. Do they still require that? Yeah, you just walk up there, just a little hike. <laughs> they hike, right? That's, yeah, that's the easiest one. Or, well. There's one in Australia that's really easy, but they've got probably some crazy ones. There's there's dispute over whether mm, the oh. continent ex- is only the like continent of Australia or extends into like a different country up north. Hmm. So if you think that Australia includes like I think Papua New Guinea, Papua then New Guinea. you have to climb the mountain there, and apparently that one is a lot harder. It's more like sheer rock climbing. Jeepers. Like, what gets you most hype when you think about climbing those mountains? Just being on top. I think the remoteness and, like, the, the challenge. 
Because it's like there's a, there's an end goal, and it's one of those things like you can. It's there. Sometimes you can see it. It's like awesome while you're climbing. You see it. Obviously, when you're approaching the mountain, you can see it. But like, you gotta be in a really uh, having something that's some seemingly so ones. close. Yeah. But like you know, it's not close. It's a right. Everest is yeah. like a four day thing. Yeah. Like just to summit, and then I think it's two days down. You gotta get like a shaman or a sherpa. 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 Shaman's different. But that's also that's another reason Rogers. why I wanted to do it right. Right. Because into thin air, it, it's about a, in the 90s, there was a big, it was a big storm on Everest. And the, the author, he was, I think he was a writer for a magazine. Yeah. And they, they sent him to climb Everest because he was a mountaineer. He had done right. climbs before. And, he showed up and it was so commercialized. It was just a bunch of rich people paying 50 grand to go up there. And like the Sherpas would bring all their stuff, like carry all the gear for them. Everything was set up for them. Piggyback probably. Yeah. Yeah. And during that big storm, a lot of people died because they weren't prepared. They weren't prepared and they weren't like climatized. I mean, they were acclimatized, but like they, they weren't soft. Rich and spoiled. They, they didn't have the proper experience to know how to deal with an imag- like. That's what I was trying to say. Sorry, a catastrophe. How many? I don't know how many people died. I think it was. There's a good number. Bro, uh, is there a movie about it? I think so. I think I've seen the movie, and I know my dad loves that book. So shout out to you, dad. Shout out to you for climbing Denali too. That that's so, insane. 12 people. But that won't be you to play. Hopefully not. Did the reporter go? Did he? Did he? Was he dusted? No, or not he, dusted, I mean, sorry. He made it, he, he made it's it not down sensitive. and wrote the book, but it was kind of, it's, yeah. it's a little bit of a critique on the way that Everest is seen now. More of like a rich person's playground rather than people actually seeing it as a serious like you're climbing the tallest mountain in the world right you need to be prepared and if you're not prepared and you get stuck you're putting other people in jeopardy you are and um it is no joke i mean it's one of the biggest accomplishments a human can have in my my eyes Mm -hmm. i and i feel like it's one of those things that is Recognize wherever you go. Yeah. Which more more people need to learn about Denali, I'll say that. Yeah. Everyone knows Everest. Denali, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, it's Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good, you know. I mean, it's in Alaska. Beautiful. Nothing gets there. more American than mm-hmm. Alaska. Even though it's up closer to nice and remote other countries, but it's still very American. Yeah. Home of Sarah, Sarah Palin. That's one thing I remember. I wonder what happened here. Anyways, brother, what's the tallest mountain out in Europe? If you don't mind me in Europe. testing the knowledge. I th- so I, don't know. I think this was also another one where it was like disputed. Ah, okay. It was like, where's the boundary of Europe? I know one of them is Mont Blanc in like France, in the Alps. Mont Blanc. And then... I'm not sure where 
if you consider the other one to be the, I'm not sure where the other one is. Yeah, they got a lot of beautiful ones there, but I don't know what's called. Yeah. They, they don't get as high up. And the Himalayas are the highest. They are. I Also, I've been to Nepal. I've seen the mountains. What's that I've like seen there? The Himalayas. You like it, it there? Great. You, yeah. you want to keep hanging out there? Nepal? I would love to go back. Yeah. I think... Is it uh, we, like developed? Yeah, so I, I read the book love a few that. years before I went to Nepal. So I read the book. It was like... Yeah. Always something on my mind. So this was how old when you read it? I was... I was in high school, I think my freshman year. Okay. And then I went to Nepal my junior year. Love it. And seeing the Himalayas in the person in in person is sign of God. You think you've seen big mountains, like mountains that take up the horizon, but this ain't seeing this the Himalayas is it's almost surreal, like how how big they are. I can imagine. Yeah. Man, I I mean, I've I've flown over Seattle and I've seen uh Mount Rainier. Yeah. That thing's huge. And that's not even close to Everest. I think Mount Rainier is like probably like 14,000. I think it's might be I think it's a little I think or it's 15, 15 or something. Yeah. It's just Everest is like 28. Thick. Even even tall. even Denali, that's right. 21, 22. Yeah, it's a lot higher. It's it's higher than airplanes. Yeah, that's like... Up there. Mm -hmm. Well, brother, I know you will conquer that mission just because... One day. It's the type of guy you are. Yeah. It'll be an amazing journey. And the great thing is, every time you come back, we'll come on the podcast and say how the mountain was. Yeah. So I want to go for uh, one this year. Want to start at least one. Okay. So hopefully I can make it to Colorado and climb a few 14s. I know there are some very easy ones. So again, I want to. They got all types. I want to do it right. I want to kind of get. Don't jump the gun like into the thin air people. Learn that lesson. Brother, I love it. And I know, um, I know it'll be glorious. I'm actually really hyped for you, brother. I think that's awesome. Thank you. Brother Nick. I always ask a couple would you rathers. So if you don't mind, I'll just yeah. fire off a few to cap off this phenomenal, fabulous e- evening. Let's hear them. Love to see it. Brother, we're going to pull them up. Cue the music. We won't hear the music, but. So I've got like a list that has a bunch of them on there. I've used the list many times. So now we just see what the internet has to offer. All right. The SEO on Would You Rallies is always updating too, which is great. Oh, the fun and easy section.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Good Old Hand Planet podcast. Happy to see you. Great to see you. We're having a good time tonight, and we are here at a famous segment, some would say, the Would You Rather segment. Nicholas Stowe, are you ready, sir? Go for it. First question of the evening. Would you rather spend a year on Mars by yourself or party on a remote island with your friends? For a year? It doesn't say for a year for the second part. What kind of... I guess it's a, you're, you're accomplishing something pretty amazing if you spend a year on Mars by yourself. Yeah. But no, that ain't worth it for me. I'll just say that. I'm okay. Uh, we'll leave it to Elon. I don't know about spending a year alone. That's quite a bit of time. Well, too long. Way too long. Okay, so remote island. That's honestly not about there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, know how to get back. Oh, so this is kind of a variation of a question that I usually ask. If we got a frequent listener, you probably heard a similar one to this. Question number two of the evening. Nicholas Stowe, are you ready, sir? Give it to me. Brother, would you rather speak to animals or speak ten foreign languages? I usually say all all languages of the world with this question. That's the one tweak that makes it more interesting. I would even go for just speaking ten languages. Yeah, I just, it's definitely in a world view. It's more. At, it's a little it's more probably financially more advantageous. It's a, it's a little more practical, right? Right. And I'm not sure if I want to hear. Yeah. You know. Yeah, what I don't. Are yeah, saying all the time. Right. It might kind of you know ruin it for you. Yeah. You'd be like, wow, I love dogs until I heard the mouth on <laughs> on Rocky. You know, I thought he was a nice. Guy. You know, it could be something like that. Yeah. It could be one of those scenarios. Don't like those scenarios. Brother, would you rather lose your passport or lose your phone? Let's say our answer at the same time. Three, two, one, phone. Phone. Yeah, okay. I'm... Uh, I would, I would honestly passport, but it just, really? dep- it depends on, you know what? I don't what know. Time? To me, I feel like the passport is, I actually have never like had to fully go get it. It's, it's, it's a hassle, it's a, but if I'm not going anywhere for, you know, a right. year, like if I don't need my passport this year, the phone, I, yeah, I would, yeah. Losing your phone is, I've had that's, that I think that's more stressful. It's gotten less stressful though yeah. over these past few years with how like iCloud and stuff is. It's I'm thinking of it from like a price perspective. Right. True. Like that that would put a dent in my wallet if I lost my phone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean a phone, it's not a you know, it's, it's not, not like a soda you just go right. get out of a soda pop machine, which yeah. I wish I still had those, but when you put in, you know, seventy five cents. Yeah. Now you gotta put in four twenty five. To get one drink. You just swipe your card. Oh, yeah. Swipe your card. Or tap it. Or scan your eye. Or lick the thing. (laughs) Who knows? Tap your phone. 
I do use the tap. I, I, yeah. I gave in. I mean, it's it's nice. It works. It works. If it works, it works. Brother. Oh. Okay, brother. Would you rather lose all your money and valuables that you have currently, or lose all the pictures you've ever taken in your life? Or that you've been in. That I've taken or that I've taken of me. That, that you've taken or that you've been in. That's a tough question. So losing everything means... <laughs> it says all your money and valuables... I would just do the money and valuables. It'd be a painful, painful right. transition, but you can always get that back. Right. It might take five, 10, 20. If I was 80 and you're asking me this, you know, maybe it's a little different. My, yeah, I don't, I don't care if my photos are being right. a little selfish. Right. I mean, But right now, I wonder how much that would cost. Though, I don't know. I've never like got all my valuables and put them in a pile and like could probably be done. I mean, you can always recover. You can, oh, you can always bounce back. You can bounce back better. Yeah, better, faster, stronger, smarter, sharper. The whole nine yards. That's what life's all about. Yeah, just like muscle, tear it down, build it back <laughs> up. Just to give one reference for all the meat wagons out there. Soldier family. Salute to them. Good people. Okay, brother. I want to get one that's, you know, a little fun. A little fun. All right. I got two. I got two. Which I know what you're going to answer on one of them, but it's a fun one to ask. Because right. yeah. It'll make for a good clip at least. Brother Nicholas Stowe, are you ready for the next Would You Rather of the evening? Let's hear it. Would you rather climb the highest mountain in the world or swim to the deepest part of the sea of the world and survive either? Obviously, climb the highest mountain. Highest mountain top. Easy. Easy. Take me to the top. Closer to the gods. As they would say in Greece. Let me speak to Zeus, is what they said. <laughs> Which is, honestly, shout out Zeus. Great age mythology uh, selection. Okay, brother. Last one, goofy one. Last one, goofy one. 
Are we ready, sir? Let me go. Would you rather smell like onions or smell like garlic? Two things. I like them both, but they're not, you know, don't, you, as a human, you don't want to smell like them. I'd probably say garlic. Me too, brother. They're both pretty, you know, Ooh, that'd be I a actually, poor choice. But. Yeah, people be crying around you if you're an onion. Everyone gets close. Is everything okay? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard somebody say it smells like onion in a good way. Right. But I have heard people say, oh, it smells like garlic. Oh, I like garlic. Ooh, Not is often. That, is that garlic bread? Yeah. Is that garlic? Is that, is that onion bread? Oh. You ever heard somebody say that? Nope. Oh, you, do you smell like onions? Is that a good thing or bad thing? Not good. Not good. Yeah. Not good. You know, Subway, every time. Extra onions, put them on. Come on, a little bit more. Every time, brother. Every time. They've got their benefits. They've got their um, advantages. Brother, spending time with you and catching up is always something that has its advantages. Yes, sir. It's always a pleasure. Distinguished honor. Mm -hmm. Brother, we shall do this again. We have many mountains ahead of us, both figuratively and literally. Yeah. And um, I got no doubt we'll reach the highest heights that we aspire to want to uh, get to. It's been so, a great time. Well, brother, any 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 uh, message to the people? Final message to the people? Anything? Have a great evening. Take it have easy. a good one. Take it easy. Yeah. Take have it a, easy. Take it easy. Have a good one. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. That's right. Birds are going to be chirping tomorrow. Sun's going to be shining. What you going to do? You going to get it? Or you going to you gonna quit it? It's a lesson or a blessing. All right. That concludes this phenomenal episode. Ladies and gentlemen, take it easy.